Welcome back to Beers Up Sports Talk. Sebo in the house. Debo in the house. A not-so-victory Monday. We'll get into that in a minute, but let's get started with the beers. Debo, what you drink? I uh, popped over to the liquor store tonight because I'm stocking up for tomorrow night's election. Um, so I got some greater good B or five because it is, because yeah. it is a juicy Imperial five hopped IPA. That's pretty five. good. It was it's the first time I've ever had that. I did have one before we got on, but um, looking nice good. Dark, pretty good flavor. I like I'm it. Back, I'm, I'm back on Trillium. This is only a double dried hop. I mean, it's not five. It's just double. This is Stilling <laughs> Street. Um, obviously, the color is the color is fantastic. I'm, I'm loving it. Taste is phenomenal. All right, as I mentioned, it's not a victory Monday because it's only a victory Monday if both teams win. The Packers did not win. Both mm-hmm. teams still stand at six and two, right? Or five and two for the I'm Packers? Five, yep, six five and, and two. two for the Bills. The Packers, let me just say this. They came out firing as they normally do and then just sputtered. Tell me, tell me what happened. Dalvin Cook happened. Well, I mean – <laughs> 30 carries, 163 yards, three touchdowns, two receptions, 63 yards, and a touchdown. A 50-yard screen pass that I felt like it was four years ago where the Packers don't know how to ca- uh, tackle. And I think the crazy part is Davin Cook goes for 30 carries. Yep. Kirk Cousins goes for 14 attempts. Now, the wind was – crazy in that game you know there were four or five other games that the wind was crazy it was 25 plus gusts um rogers he threw it 41 times Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. for whatever reason i mean they had the ball a lot they just couldn't finish um mason crosby was hurt so they they were going for it on fourth and ten a lot of times where they'd kick a long field goal or a longer field goal um listen it was 14-14. Vikings got the ball to start the second half. Scored. We went first and 10 around midfield. Dropped by Tyler Irvin. Second down and 10. Dropped by Tyler Irvin. Third down. Dropped by uh, St. Brown. And on fourth down, he just threw it up to the end zone. And it was misplayed. Like, it legitimately could have been caught, but he, instead of just letting it come to him, he actually went forward because I think he thought it was going to get intercepted. Mm-hmm. It was misplayed. Otherwise, it could have been a touchdown. wasn't. Adams is a beast. We've been there, but it's got to stop. It, it, like, you can't rely on one person. Now, Tanyan had a good game. Lazard started practicing last week, and it sounds like he could be a go for Thursday. But it's been it's been what we've talked about all season. One receiver and a bunch of players that don't do anything else. Lazard, at least at the beginning of the year, was pretty money. Um, the other good news or the other bad news is the defense is terrible at stopping the run. Got the 49ers coming to town. Or no, we're going to San Francisco. And thankfully it's not Mostert. It's gonna be something of right. Jamichael Hasty and there's also going to be no Garoppolo and no – No Kittle, right. Kittle. So, so, I mean, that's what we're going to have to do is is figure out how to stop the run again. San Francisco, doesn't matter who they put in there, they run. Um, I don't know. It was a weird game. Instead of – there was, what, 12 seconds left. They should have did a, a maybe a 20-yard out or something and 
at least try to get another 20 yards so they're only trying to throw a 30-yard pass instead of one Hail Mary at the end where, you know, he just didn't let it go in time. Um, I don't know. This is it, – it's, it's, it's a rivalry game. They lost by six points. It looked a lot – it looked terrible, but I think when you don't have a kicker, you can't make the field goals, especially in this wind. I'm not stressed, but I think something needs to happen on the defense because they have no playmakers right now. No one's making the play. I don't even think – I know they only had 14 – passes but they didn't get any pressure when there were presses but you're sitting back waiting for the run so it's hard to do that um i don't know i'm division game what are you gonna do right five and two did they still win in the division did they go out and get a kicker i know because i had crosby in one of my leagues and they it was kind of like him and han all week whether or not he was going to be healthy did they even sign somebody or did they just kind of they they brought someone up off the practice squad but he kicked the two first two extra points okay and then they went for two for some reason so i wonder if he just was stiff and just yeah. couldn't get loose because yeah. they went for two at the end and or not the end but the, the touchdown before um it, you know, it is crazy to me about the fact that they're not trying to do anything on the wide receiver front like i heard that later they were interested in antonio brown like okay but like you know des bryant was out there i know he signed to the ravens practice squad like there's there's going to be guys that are going to be available this week in trade. Like, it just doesn't make any sense why you wouldn't pick somebody up. I don't know what the, the Packers' plan is, but what's what's the harm in picking up somebody who can catch the ball? Because that, to your point, people are dropping the ball. I mean, you you, you mentioned people – you didn't even mention MVS this week, and I'm sure he had about eight drops, but who knows? I, I don't even know. I, I'll be honest, didn't watch the whole game because I, I, I didn't have the station. It was on. I don't have – the ticket, but um, I only think I think he only saw two targets. He got one run for four yards. Um, yeah, unfortunately, what they're what what the brass is going to say is Lazard is coming back. We don't have to trade for anyone because we're getting our trade deadline player. Like I know that in talks intensified about Will Fuller. Um, yep. They were they were talking back and forth this week. But it's not going to happen. Like, <laughs> show me. Show me it's going to happen. But at this point, with Lazard coming back, I'm okay with them trying to find a defensive player. Like, right now, because it's not working. I mean, I know five and two, the world's not over, but we need someone who's going to make a play. Good news. I think I said it. Kirksey's cleared for practice. So, hopefully, he can. if he's not back this week, he's back next week. Um, you know, unfortunately, AJ Dillon is on the COVID list. Yeah. Jamal Williams is on the COVID um, contact tracing list. As is, um, oh God, the linebacker Kamal. I just read it and I forgot it. It's slipping my mind. But he rookie uh, second yeah. year, and he 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 took Kirksey's place basically. So, you know, we, we may if if Aaron Jones isn't healthy, we might be starting Tyler Irvin and. Dexter Williams, I think it is. Yikes. Yeah. So let's go. Yeah. But again, to your point, it's a it's a rivalry game, it's a division game, and y'all still sit at five and two. Right. You know, can't, can't and and I mean, I feel good. Bears ended up losing. They don't look good. So I'm sure we can talk about that later. No. But. No. And I mean, in terms of the Bills, I mean, I'm pumped we beat the Patriots. Sean McDermott's first win against the Patriots in his coaching career at the, with the Bills. 
24-21, it should have been – I mean, it, I don't want to say it should have been a beatdown, but, like, the Bills could have put more points on the board. Um, they were running the ball all over the Patriots, and then there was just a couple of drives after they ran the ball down their throat where they'd come out and try to throw the ball or try to be cute with it or try to do something that didn't make sense, like just handing it off to their two running backs who both yep. ran for 80 yards. Like, they, they moved the ball. They did what they were supposed to do. Like, and then on defense, I just don't know. Like, why they didn't just put eight in the box and blitz every single time, I'll never understand. Because, yes, Cam Newton made a couple throws, but that guy's not comfortable. He's just not comfortable throwing the ball on a consistent basis. And the Patriots let – or I should say the Bills let him make a couple of throws, and then they drop back, and then they start running the ball. And, and yep. it's just like – here I am screaming at the TV because I'm like, just just put eight in the box and blitz every time. And if Cam Newton throws the ball over somebody's head, good. But I don't think he can actually do that. I don't think he's that good. And, by the way, the Patriots don't really have anybody to throw to. Like, they, they really don't. You know, so, yeah, like, no. but a win's a win, right? You get the win. You're 4-0 in the division, which I think is, like, the big one for me, right? You're 4-0 yes. in the division. You get that win. You got the Seahawks and Cardinals back to back in the next two weeks. If we can go one and one, and, and then and then you get a little bit of a reprieve because I think you got the Niners beyond that. Which again, I, I think I watched a little bit of the Niners yesterday, and we'll talk about them in a little bit. But they're they're not they're not what they were last year. They're they're a different team this year, and that's mostly because of the injuries. But injuries are terrible but, for them. But I mean, the Seahawks is going to be interesting because they're really good. Um, um, but their de defense isn't that good. And so if the Bills can figure out a way to move the ball, it could be – that could be a, a straight shootout, you know. Should be fun. I mean, I, I think that Seahawks, the Seahawks game will be fun for them. Um, yeah, it, it might see – I think you might see a little bit more of Zach Moss. I know I know Singletary ran for 80 yards, but they're giving Moss the, the goal line carries. Um, yeah, it, you know, Terry's never really gotten the chance and that's kind of disappointing because I, I don't think he's a bad runner at all. No. Uh, and I'll say this. It, it almost felt like it was like an even split and yeah, Zach Moss happened to have the ball down. You know, I, I honestly think it was just his, his turn in the rotation. Each time they got down there, it just happened to be that way because it did feel like it was almost a true split at times. Um, and they both were ripping off big runs again. They were, they, 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 they were running the ball. I mean, again, I, I yelled at the TV every week because they need to be running the ball. Like they no, need I mean, to run the ball. Patriots, I mean, Josh Allen is a last, good quarterback, but, like, he, they need to run the ball. Patriots, the last three or four weeks, they can't stop the run. I think if you have anyone that can run the ball against them, it's, it, they're done. Right. Like, you're going to run clock. You're not going to give them a chance to score, and you're not, they're not going to stop you. Yeah, and I'll say this. There's a lot of people, Bill's Mafia out there, a lot of folks saying, like, oh, they're not playing well. They are finding ways to win. It, it, the NFL is a long season. There is a lot of parity in the league. Teams that are average can, you know, the Vikings were one in five, and they just, they just beat the Packers, right? Like, there's a lot of parity in this league, and, like, the goal is to win each week. And if they're going to win each week, that's all, you know. They don't score a touchdown against the Jets. That's fine. They come out against the Patriots, and at times they look like they can't be stopped. At times they look flat. At times they look like they're going to blitz every play, and at times they're letting them rip off 15-yard runs. But they find a way to win. And, like, we're standing at 6-2. and two. I'm just going to – it's a win. We're on to Seattle. 
yeah, I know you, you cannot be mad about that. They're right now the two seed, right? And no, three, three seed. seed. Three, three seed. Because I forget that I forget Pittsburgh, even though they're pretty nasty. That's because they haven't lost it. There's no reason they're just they're just way up way up here. Yeah. All right, let's move to the NFL. Let's talk about uh, what happened this week. What do you got first, Ken? I want to talk about the Eagles and Cowboys game last night. I, I don't. That wasn't actually a real football game. I don't believe, right? <laughs> ben Danucci. Um, what do you want to talk about? I, I I want to talk about how bad Wentz is. Two picks, two fumbles. Dude kept me alive in a fantasy league because it, it should be over. And because he got negative points, basically, it was amazing. Danucci can't throw farther than five yards down the field. Amar- He's got that. Oh, my God. That one where he was running out, almost running out of bounds, and he was like, <laughs> like hey, let me Okajima yeah. right here. Yeah. Um, Amari Cooper's done. Like, you can see it in his face. The whole game, like, they started showing it, and I think it was, like, the, the third quarter, and his face was just defeated. Like, yeah, I think he got one target the whole game. I'll say this. It's got to be tough if you come into it. it I'm not going to just – I'm not going to I'm not gonna give him a pass on this, but it's got to be really tough when you come into a season and you're thinking, you know, we're going to be playoff bound. We're winning 10, 12, 13 games. We got a stud running back. We got wide receivers. We got a quarterback. Our defense is suspect, but we got, we'll figure it out. And then you just – absolutely fall apart i gotta assume it is tough to get motivated but yeah there's no excuse for it um i, I mean the, the other part like zeke like he's coming he doesn't look good uh, like i know i know they're putting eight in the box but pollard's in the game and he looks fast zeke does not look fast anymore i'm not saying he's done but like it's it's he's not ex- it's not exciting to have see him get get the ball it's it's really rough to see the, the, the players that have been good really struggling. I, I mean – For everybody that paid – You're going to end up winning the division with the Eagles like you picked. And, you know, it, and they're going to get to what? They're, they're going to probably end up with like six or seven wins. I don't, starting, I don't think they're going to get that far. They're starting to get – I mean, if Wentz figures it out – Oh, you're talking about the Eagles. Oh, the Eagles, the Eagles. yes. Yeah, that's it. Because I said you're going to be right. Um, and speaking of right, everything's right in the world with the Giants beating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 14-3 to right now. Man, it'll, it'll pass. I it, hope not. You shall pass. Here's what I want to say about Wentz. I don't, he has the same syndrome that Josh Allen has at times, and Josh Allen has tried to curb it or curb it a little bit this year, but he still finds himself doing it, is when you try to do everything on every play. Like Carson Wentz goes out there and tries to score a touchdown on every play. And it's just not realistic. Like, <clears throat> you're playing the, D- the Dallas Cowboys. They have an awful defense. You should just be dropping back. Here's six yards. Here's seven yards. Here's five yards. Here's ten yards. Hand it off to Scott. Scott was running all over the place. Like, just take what they give you. Go down, score a touchdown. Three and out. Danucci stinks. Do it again. Boom, boom, boom. Instead, he's trying to chuck it downfield. He's trying to do extra stuff. The the first fumble he had, like, I thought Collinsworth was great because Collinsworth was like, what is he doing? He showed the replay. He's like, where is he looking downfield? There's nobody on that side of the field. He just brought out of bounds and played again. Like, Wentz is just doing all the things that, that, that honestly, it leads you to being left out on, on, off a roster. Because, like, you, it's, you can't do that. Ball. You just can't do that. 
the deep ball he threw for the pick, like, he was off by like four yards to the left and four yards deep. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't make any sense. All right. I mentioned this earlier. Are the 49ers in trouble? Like, I, I know they have a lot of injuries, but like, and I know Garoppolo and Kittle go down at the end of the game yesterday, but like, I mean, it's clear that people feel like Garoppolo is not the answer at quarterback. Like, it, it, it feels like he's gone after this year. All his guaranteed money is, 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 is spoken for. I hear people talking about Matt Ryan, maybe a reunion. I think Shanahan was in Atlanta. Yeah, like, yeah it's when they blew the, the Super Bowl. Right. So, like, I mean, the Niners were supposed to be a really good team this year, and they're, yeah. they're barely hanging on right now. And I know injuries have done a lot, but, like, Garoppolo not being able to kind of take that step forward is really hurting them right now. Yeah, I mean, I guess the Patriots, the Patriots were good in trading him, I guess. Um, maybe he's better under Belichick. But, again, when you don't have the weapons, you don't have a – like. I bet Belichick would love to have him right now. You got Mostert went down. Um, wow, Jeff uh, – Sure. Jeff Wilson, yep. Jeff Wilson, Tevin Coleman, uh, Jamichael Hasty, or whatever his name is, and then you have uh, McKinnon. People hasn't really played. You have like they have six running backs that have all been productive, and they just get hurt every single time. It, it's 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 unfortunate. They lost Bosa at the beginning of the year. I mean. Obviously, you know, when we talked about the over-unders, I said that they weren't going to make the playoffs. But I didn't – no, I'm sorry. I said they'd make the playoffs, but they wouldn't win the division. And I didn't think it was going to be – because, like, it, you could never have predicted this many injuries. Right. Like, this is something – you know, it's, you, you, it's, it's a weird year, right? We're, we're in COVID right now. Everything happened. We talked a little bit about the Packers. I mean, we'll, we'll talk a little bit later, more towards the end, about the new – contingency playoff plan that they're talking about um you just don't know anymore and you're just trying to get through the season if you can get to the playoffs it's kind of like all the other sports you're there you're happy you're just trying to keep your mind away from everything that's going on in the world by work by doing your job and 49ers they may they, it's not working this year for some reason yeah. but i mean the rams are good Cardinals are good. Seahawks are good. Yeah. They haven't had the easiest schedule. Right. I mean, that's what happens when you win a division. You have a hard schedule. Yeah. All right, what's but, good next? Uh, what I have next is – so, if I made you mad, would you run up on me and punch me in the helmet three no, times? I'd be, trying to rip, I'd be trying to rip your mouth guard out because you ripped my mouth guard out. Like, what, what are we talking about? No, but, like, okay, fine. You, you're mad at someone, hit them in the back from behind or something. Don't punch someone. You're going to break your hand and you've got suspended two games. Of course, we're talking about Javon Wims. He uh, Supposedly, he said that uh, the Saints player spit on him. And then he, of course, the Saints player denied it. And then when he went up to him, he grabbed his mouth guard out, punched him in the head three times. And by the head, I mean the helmet. So he didn't feel like the guy just stood there like this. Like, what? What my favorite part is actually Malcolm Jenkins jumping on him and 
and getting his teammates back when the, the guy was just like, I don't even understand what's happening. I love to see the, the Bears. They're, they're mentally breaking down. They can't, they can't hold up. Nick Foles, you know, big dick Nick. Maybe it's because he has no one to throw to. Maybe it's because of the Bears. But I think it's a little bit of everything, right? Like, I don't know, that offensive line doesn't seem very good. Like, yeah, I mean, that, that, whole, that whole scene was ridiculous. I mean, you mad because some guy ripped a mouth guard off your helmet. You sit on the sideline for like five, six minutes, stewing over it. And then the first play back out, you come out and you're trying to punch him in the helmet. Like, you are some kind of dumb. Like, I didn't realize he was out of the game. I thought it happened. Oh, no, I, I, I read a, a Twitter thread where, like, so it ha- the play happened. And then he, the guy got subbed out. The, the Bears went to run a play. They got to delay a game. Then they had an incomplete. Then there was a punt. And then, like, basically it was, like, all of this stuff happened. It was, like, five minutes where, like, dude was sitting on the sideline stewing, <laughs> planning, scheming <laughs> to try and rip out a mouth guard and then punch a guy in the head, like, three times. Like, be, be, be more dumb. I, you can't be. You can't be more dumb. I mean, the bigger theme here, like I said, is the Bears, you know, they said it on, on the um, broadcast. It's a fraud of a two and five, a five and two team. They have no offense, which is crazy because Allen Robinson, I mean, he's been hurt. Um, but after Allen Robinson, they don't have any pass catchers. It, pass yeah, it's him and David Montgomery, basically, with big dig. And, and David Montgomery is not no. fantastic. He's no. not decent, but maybe he needs a line and he'd be really good. They're lucky that defense is as good as they are. All right. I want to talk about another phantom five and two team. The Indianapolis Colts. Let me read to you their schedule so far. Okay. Jags, Vikings, Jets, Bears, Browns, Bengals, Lions. That's who they played so far. What were their two losses? Jags, Browns. Soak that in for a minute. Now Browns makes sense. I mean, Browns are five five or six and two. So next four though. Let me read to you the next four games. Ravens, Titans, Packers, Titans. We gonna find out if they're the real deal. Yeah, it sounds like two and two. Sounds like it sounds like it could be 0-4. You say two and two. They have a pretty decent defense. Granted, I know they've played terrible teams. They have played bad teams. Bad teams. I mean, sure. The Bengals got a win yesterday against the Titans. They're getting better. They're not a good team. Lions, they can't, they've never been able to stop anybody. The Browns, they lost to the Browns and they lost to the Jags week one. But like, this is a team that clearly, to your point, Phantom 5 and 2, to me, just seems like another Phantom 5 and 2. Like, they, they could be easily 5 and 6 in four weeks. Yeah. You know, and yeah, to your point, maybe they go 2 and 2. I think 2 and 2 is their best shot. But remember, this is a team. That they're over under, we were both like, why? I know, I know. And but they're, point, I mean, and, that, that makes sense because they easily could be 7 0 right now. They played a good team. And, and again, I, I, to your point earlier, the Vikings are a better team than 2 and 5, but they, they started off awful. Yes. Right? And like, there's not a good team in those, those teams I just listed. I mean, maybe the Bears, but you just called them fans. I'm like, none of those teams have winning records, they're all, they all stink. So, I mean, yeah, I get why they were going to get nine wins because they, they had, 
literally, literally seven games off the jump that they could have won. Yeah. That's, that's, that's interesting. I didn't realize that they – It was just something I was, I, was, I was looking at this earlier today when I was, I was looking at what to talk about. And I was like, I don't understand, like, how are the Colts good? And I looked at their schedule. I was like, oh. I was like, wait a minute. They lost to the Jags? I know, I guess week one. Week one, you know, I don't know. Oh, that's right, because everyone we, – we, we jumped on the Jags. I they know. got blown out too, right? It, I mean, it, it, they've lost to the Jags and the Browns, two teams that can't get themselves together. Cannot get themselves together. It, I, I love that you're saying this, but yet the Browns are what six and two. They lost yesterday. They looked awful yesterday, didn't? I mean, oh, you're right. They did. They lost to Vegas. You're right. So they're so they five and three. Touchdown against Vegas yesterday in yeah, Cleveland, and I know home field advantage, whatever, whatever. But like, Vegas plays in a dome in in Las Vegas, and Cleveland it was snowing. Yeah. What do you got next? How do the Chargers keep blowing these games? <laughs> I mean, like we talked about it. I mean, the Falcons have blown some games. I mean, they, they, they've blown some games. Like, they, they, that Dallas game, that game against the Lions where they, lo- they lost with zero seconds left on the clock after Gurley scored, we talked about it last week. But the Chargers, they had Tampa Bay on the ropes three weeks ago, two weeks mm-hmm. ago. They had Denver on the ropes. They let Drew Locke come back on them. And then – like, I don't know what happened. Like, Herbert is good. Like, yeah. we, we, we talked about it a few weeks ago. Like, do you give Tyrod the, the um, you give him the reins back when he comes back? Because they're, they're 0-3. I think they've only won one game since we talked about that. And you, you, like, you it's, still, it's, it's not his fault. No. He's put up in both those losses. He's put up plus 30. And we said – at the beginning of the season, this is a team that had a good defense, right? Like, the defense was the strength. It was the offensive line. It was, it was Phillip Rivers. It was like they couldn't, they couldn't score points, but the defense was there. They were ready to go. He, he was giving them every chance to win games. He is putting – he's dropping dimes out there, putting up ducats. Yep. And, I mean, to, to watch Denver just kind of creep on down the field at the end of the game, you're thinking, no way. No way. And, and you know what all this is going to do is, is give them, you know, give, you know, the Chargers a franchise quarterback and, and a like top, pick. in a top 10 pick, right? Like that's all that's going to do, right? It is what it is. I am. Um, and, and a non, I mean, it's NFL related, but it is more fantasy related. I will now in hotness 2.0 will be starting Justin over Lamar the rest of the season. Because Lamar is terrible right now. He'll get back on track. Oh, I'm sure he will. But until I see something, he gone. All right. I've done this a couple of weeks already, but I, I'm going to keep bringing it up. I assume you're going Steelers? No. Well, I mean, that's on my list too. But <laughs> we'll come back to that. Um, I just want to reiterate the, com- the, the conversation of Bill Belichick and the Patriots versus Tom Brady. I know that the Bucks might be losing right now, but that conversation is clearly over. The Patriots stink. They, I mean, Belichick has all but admitted that this is a reset year. They're going to have to figure out a way to get their cap straight. They got all this dead money, and Tom Brady and the Buccaneers are racing to the playoffs. And it just warms my heart that the Patriots <laughs> are not are not doing well. 
I mean, again, I was there was a part of that during that game where I was like, I need to prepare myself for the fact yesterday, like that the Bills might lose this game, which is just going to piss me off. And then when they won, I was like, this is it. Like the Patriots are two and six. They're not getting any better. Cam Newton isn't getting any better. And the Bills kept them in that game. Like it, you know, it, it's going to be interesting to see what, what the Patriots do in the offseason, but like, bro, this, this it's it's going to take a while. Yeah, they're not getting to the playoffs because they'd have to win the next eight to have a shot. And they need a lot of – like, the other part of it is, is that they need a lot of help. I mean, he his whole point in his conversation yesterday was, like, we – and, again, they won championships, so, like, you can't blame them. But, like, they're they're maxed out. And, like, they're maxed out financially, but also they don't have talent and their team is old, right? Like, they don't have anybody to throw the ball to. Their running back situation is okay. Their offensive line is all right. Their defense is – all right, but like you can't just keep counting on the McCordy brothers to keep coming back year after year. Like, yeah, you're gonna have to. And, and Gilmore's a free agent after this year, so like, you you know, I hope I hope they give Damian Harris a chance, like to be sure, yeah, the the back. I mean, he's looked good in the two games where he's been that not quite well. One game he was a bell cow. Last yesterday he wasn't quite there, but he was he was on the cusp. Um, I think he should get he should get the chance. I know Belichick doesn't like to do that. He's never going to do that. It's not going to happen. And I understand. I mean, but you okay? One thing I do want to say about the Patriots this year is they had eight players, eight good players, opt out at the beginning of the season for COVID. Um, I'm not giving them excuses because you know you, you once that happens you have to replace them. But Patrick Chung's not there, so defense is a little bit. You know, they they didn't replace him. That's what they had all that money and they didn't replace him. So like that, I, I get your point, but like they got all that cap money and they didn't do anything with it. Fair so enough. Like, you know, like again, I think this is this is Belichick like in real time tanking while like you know still being able to coach a team good enough to to look like they're not completely tanking. Right. But they're they're not. I mean, well, I mean, he's also going to turn that first round pick into like seventeen picks <laughs> in the second, right, third. Probably, right, right. And, and then he'll probably go out sign Jimmy Garoppolo because he'll be a free agent, and him and Jeff or uh, Josh McDaniels will make a great pair, and they'll be great. Sorry, I don't know if that was going to. All right, what you got? I'll go one more. Let's go with. I gotta go with the Dolphins. Tua was fine. Like he didn't do anything. Like, no, he was, he wasn't that good. I mean, he, he was, was fine. Right. He threw for what, like 80, 80 yards his, or something. His touchdown pass, by the way, was he never should have thrown the ball. Like, let's be honest. Like, okay, it ended up being called a uh, a defensive pass interference. But in no way is that a ball that anyone would throw. Yes, the window was yay big, and he made it happen. But what I think I saw was a team feel like it had a chance. Like, I don't know why, but it felt like it was a team that was like, well, yes, we're winning the games with Ryan Fitzpatrick. This is our future. Let's go make our future now. A player like Christian Wilkins – he went out. He got. He had a sack, a, a fumble. Um, he had his first interception. Like they sack fumble. They had uh, for a touchdown. They had a punt return for a touchdown. Everyone seemed to step up. 
Gaskin had a really good game. You know, they have they have uh they have Kansas City and I want to say Arizona as well. They have two really tough teams coming up, but after that, they have a legitimately decent schedule to make a little bit of a run if Tua can figure it out. But at least he has two games. Well, here's again. the deal. I don't know if you, you heard the comments. The reason that they, they, they're starting Tua is that they want to see if they have a legit quarterback because they have the Titans first round pick. And they want to know if they want to go out to see if they need to go after another quarterback. Got it. This is, this is, this is their move. They want to see if Tua is actually the future or if they need to go out and draft, you know, if they can get into the, the Lawrence deal or Justin Fields, the guy from Ohio state. So like, yeah. I mean, again, I, I still don't know how good Miami is. I, it seems like the Rams played about as poorly as you could play. They gave up every type of touchdown that you could possibly give up. And so, yeah. One thing I want to say, and I had this argument with a, a friend years ago about the Patriots. It was when the Broncos beat the Patriots in the playoffs by like 30. I don't know if you remember that. I think Champ Bailey had like a 99-yard yeah. touchdown interception. And I was like, man, Denver played so good. And like, no, they didn't beat us. We beat ourselves. And, you know, and I don't want to take anything from like right. maybe, maybe L.A. didn't – the Rams did not play great because Miami had a really good game plan. Like that's completely possible. That's good. That's good. That, I'll deal with that. But I, it's just like, and I'm obviously going to fight that when it's the Patriots because, yeah, no, it's it's. But it'll be cool to see. Like, I, it's cool to it's not see. Be cool to be. Don't talk about the Dolphins winning games being cool. Just stop right there. Just stop. No, right but, there. No, but let's just because if I was like, it'd be really cool to see the Bears win the division. You'd be like, what the hell's wrong with you? No, that's fair. But but Watch listen, it. let me have one statement, and you'll understand why I'm saying it. The Bills are good if not really good, and the Dolphins are winning games. The Patriots aren't. One of those two teams are going to win the division. It's going to be the Bills, but it's not going to be the Patriots, and it's – Watch yourself. I'm just telling you, watch yourself. <laughs> All right, last one. I'm staying in the AFC North. Steelers are still undefeated, and the Bengals beat the Titans. The Steelers – I can't like they're a good team. I just like they're are, are, like what's and here's what I'm gonna say. They beat a really good Ravens team by a little bit, and everybody and and I feel like I walked away being like, are they a good like Steelers are really good? Like let's just stop. They're, they're the only undefeated team in the league, and like they're just picking people off left and right. Like back to back wins against the Titans and, and the Ravens. Like let's. You know, you know, I just mentioned the Colts haven't played a team with a winning record, I mean, except for the Browns, but, like, they just picked off two of the best teams in the AFC back-to-back. -back. Like, they're really good. And on the other side, like, I thought the Titans were really good. I picked them to win yesterday, and, and then the Bengals blow them out. Yeah. Like, here's what I want to say. If, if you had heard that the Titans, you had Henry going for 18 for 112 and a touchdown, and Tannehill was 18 of 30 with two touchdowns. You'd be like, oh, they won. Titans won. No, because, I mean, 112, that's what, like, his On 18 runs, game? though. On 18 runs. I know. 30 um, runs, he probably got about 270. No, I, no, I feel your Pittsburgh game, your Pittsburgh 
everything. I'd love to see what happened, like how the injury for Cam Hayward is, because that's going to be, if they lose him, that's going to be a tough loss. Um, uh, question for you about the, did you watch any of the Ravens Steelers game? Not really. Not really. All right. So there was a play on, I can't remember if it was the, it was the last, it was the last drive of the game and Hayward went down. And as the Ravens were up at the line, he's back there. They didn't put any time clock, time back on the clock, even though as soon as he went down, it should have been timeout defense because of the injured player. Mm-hmm. They let 12 seconds run off and they only had eight seconds to score a touchdown instead of getting like another 10 seconds back on the clock. I didn't like it. I was surprised I didn't put it back on. I'm not saying that's what cost the Ravens the game because they took the lead twice in the fourth quarter yeah. and blew it both times. Yeah. Like I was surprised that they didn't put time clock back on the clock. Yeah, I didn't see it, but that is kind of odd. I don't really get that. All right. Tell me about these new playoffs. Tell me about these th- this playoff plan. Did you see it yet? No. No. So uh, probably about an hour before we uh, were coming down here, got the ESPN update that the NFL um, owners are talking about a 16-team COVID contingency playoffs. In, in, um, so right now it's 14-team, seven and seven. So they're thinking about – if bye weeks start getting impacted and people start losing their bye weeks that they're going to, or losing games, I should say, they're going to say one more team should make it because if they play one less game, they should get into the playoffs and they're going to go no buys, one versus eight. So basically what you're telling me is the NFL is planning on part of the season getting canceled because we as a country can't get this COVID shit under control. That's what you're telling. Basically, that's what the NFL admitted tonight is that, like, yeah, we fucked up as a country. So, I mean, you know, number one prospect, Trevor Lawrence, who said, hashtag, we want to play. I'm sorry. I mean, I get it. Like, they wanted to play, but I've, they're not the NFL. They put all these students in the stands. Not going to go on a long tirade tirade about this because, I mean, my kid's playing soccer, so I can't say much. Here's my thing. If the NFL is really concerned about this, stop letting people in the stadiums. See Tyree Kill jump into the stands? If, If you are that concerned, go to a bubble model. Take all your players and send them to Disney right now. If you are that concerned. Yeah, but, but, but again, they're not. Because at the end of the day – they're going to let people into the stands because it's about money. Right, exactly. Like, this, this, is, this is them, oh, we're going to add a team to the playoffs so that we can have one more playoff game so that we can show more playoff games because more people watch. Again, kudos on to them for having a contingency plan, if whatever. But, like, come on, y'all, please stop. If you were really this concerned, you'd have, put a, you'd have gone in a bubble. But you, you weren't. You're not. Yeah. It is what it is. All right, let's move to last call. Kid, what do you have? No, see, this is what I'm going to do. No. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Last call presented by Progression Brewery. Here we go. No Keep doubt. Going. I'm going to let you go first because I think we're going to come pretty close to the same one because there's nothing that we should be talking about more than what's happening tomorrow night. Yeah, I mean, I, by, my, time my, listen, by the time you listen to this, it's today. 
Yes. Like, so last call presented by Progression Brewery. By the time you hear this, if you listen to this, which you should because it's hot fire, um, most people will have voted in the election. And obviously the one that makes the most, that people are most concerned about is the presidential election, but up and down the ballot, there are important races all over this country. Yep. Um, over 90, 95 million people have already voted. In the last election, there was about 130 million people who voted. So um, we're up there near 75% of, of, of the people that voted four years ago have already voted this time around. Um, take that for what you will. Um, the people I talk to, the people I listen to say it's more Democrats, but that's neither here nor there. Um, if you haven't voted already, make a plan to vote. If, you're, if your state still allows it and you can drop off a mail-in vote tomorrow, do it. But if you can get to a poll, you need to get to a poll because there is some serious voter suppression happening out there. There are some states where there are some Republican folks that are trying to suppress votes. The president is tweeting that votes shouldn't be counted. There is some really, really raunchy stuff happening right now. And yeah. for anybody, anybody who's out there saying that these folks aren't evil, please get the hell out of my face. Because yeah, they are pushing back against democracy. They are pushing back against the right that we earn as citizens to place our vote. Whether you're in Pennsylvania, you're in Massachusetts, you're in Texas, California, wherever, Florida. Like these people are in the courts with Republican judges trying to keep the vote down. And I'm just telling people, if you can get to the, if you can get to the polls tomorrow, cast that vote, do it proud. In my opinion, you should vote blue, but that's just me. What you got, man? I mean, I'm gonna jump on it. You know, no matter what the line is like, stay in line. As long as you're in line by the time the polls, polls, the polls close, you're allowed to vote. It's important. Like, they're going to try to intimidate you. You've seen it on, they've shut bridge. Trump supporters have shut down bridges, you know, cause you know, you shouldn't be in the middle of the roadway. If it was black lives matter, they'd want to run you over. I'm not saying. Or, don't or they'd call them. the police. They'd right. call the police if it was black lives matter, because you can't, you can't do anything destructive, but you stay in the middle. I don't know if you saw the video, the voter intimidation where they tried to run the Biden bus off the road in Texas. Listen, I have hope. I think that there are a lot of younger, our, our generation and younger are ready for something different. Um, I'm anxious, I'm nervous. I, I don't know what to think. Like tomorrow I kind of want to wake up at seven and start drinking because I'm not sure what's going to happen. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. If you hear of someone that can't get to the polls and you want to bring them, help them. Do whatever you can. We need to do this for the nation. It's it's our it's our civic duty. We have to do it. I've never this is the I've always been about voting, but this is the election that has put me to the point of being more political and realizing that some of these things that we're talking about aren't politics. It's not politics. It's it's you're just a shitty person that thinks that it's okay for people to have wait in line for seven hours and hope that they turn around. And they're like, oh, I'm done. That line's too long. It's not okay. We need to get out there. We need to support our, our people of color. We have to, um, everybody let's, let's make it, let's make vote for the United States. Don't vote for you personally vote for the United States. Yeah, and I'll, I'll just say this too. 
if regardless of what happens tomorrow and what the results are over the next couple of days, the people that have been the loudest, in my opinion, well, in my opinion, have been the people on the side of change, have been the people on the side of democracy, have been the people who want um, us to think about the rest of the country, not just ourselves. Those people aren't going to stop working regardless who wins tomorrow, right? If, if, if it goes blue, there's going to be questions asked immediately of what are you going to do for this country? And if it goes red, um, people are going to dig their heels in and, and get ready for another four years that could be tumultuous. In my opinion, probably will be, but that's neither here nor there. The work isn't going to stop. I do think some of the hate will stop in the next four or five days. The stuff, the, 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 the name calling, the, 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 the stuff that's it continually happened because of the, the Trump folks. I think there will be some people that continue to be loud. There's going to be a lot of people that go away because they, this was their four years. This was their chance to be a bully, but that's going to be over. Oh, I, you're saying, you're saying if Trump loses, it's going to go away? Oh, it's going to be over, Doc. Oh, okay. the bullies are going to go home. They are going to go home. If Trump, if Trump loses, they're, they're, those caravans of trucks with flags are going to be all over the place. It's, just sure, like, but, no, but no one's going to have like, a, my point Biden, is my, my point is Biden no loses, one is going to listen to them if Biden <laughs> loses the protests are going to happen and they're going to get they're going to make it, make it look like they were being it's going to be ugly there's going to be violence there's going to be I, I I don't I don't doesn't matter what the outcome is I'm really worried for the United States over the next four or five days if not month if not well, not to mention that there's no sti- there's no stimulus coming, and folks are still out of work, and 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 we're hitting the holidays, and COVID cases are up, hospitalizations are up, deaths are up. We got work to do, folks. That's what I mean. The work isn't going to stop. We're not going to stop talking about COVID. We're not going to stop putting in work for this country because regardless of who's in charge, we still have our our civic duty to get this work done. No doubt. That's All right, y'all. we'll see y'all next time. Holla at your boy. Peace.